Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and beyond. And also, guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail. And they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex, and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts. She said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy that you're here. So come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. And we are creeping. We're not creeping alone this week. We are so (laughs) excited to be creeping with Two Black Girls, One Rose podcast hosts, Justine and Natasha. Thank you, ladies, for gracing us with your presence. Yeah, we're so excited. We're excited to creep with you guys. Yeah. Mm First and foremost, so Miss Daisy from Joey's season, I found something kind of interesting. We are all kind of looking at her as a front runner. And last week, she actually made a TikTok about a meme that I made about her. And it had um, like the Miley Cyrus song in it. It was When I Look at You by Miley Cyrus. And it was a slideshow of all photos of her and Joey. And then it ends with my meme, which thank you, Daisy, for the shout out. But Once again, we're kind of going back to how is she allowed to be doing these things like this Mm. when we already think she's a front runner? Yeah, I feel like Bachelor Nation, regardless of her her TikTok, Bachelor Nation is like huge fans of Daisy individually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Daisy and Joey, like they are being shipped or whatever that term is. They're shipping them hard, as the kids say. I think she's such a, yeah, just like early and obvious front runner Mm -hmm. that it's like whatever just keep the conversation going and that is one of the mm-hmm. conversations that their their chemistry their initial first date is like undeniable so just let them let, let her run with it yeah i think the same but i i've never seen a cast member make a video we've seen the pictures the slideshow pictures and how cute it is and whatever with mm-hmm. any contestant but never a video that's extreme I yeah think. I just like her presence has been so particular. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the thing last week, she why well, she keeps using Hannah Montana songs, which is yeah, like, a choice. Okay, but um, <laughs> what was my the meme one did last involve week? Miley though, so I think she that's why she chose the song because my okay. meme was comparing the cover of okay. the last song to oh, a, yeah. oh, oh 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 and that, that was the song oh. from the movie. Oh, that makes it more sense, I guess. But she was the one from last week. It was like all these things with Joey and it was the song One in a Million by Hannah yeah. Montana. And I just thinking, I'm like, if Joey is engaged to someone else, this is a bit much, <laughs> though, right? So that's, why, that's why I'm kind of like a bit uh, confused of why can she keep posting these things? Because it's really leading me to believe that she wins. And she I'm totally unspoiled. To I've been avoiding the yeah, spoilers. Same, but like, like, I get that they contractually have to like post like, oh, we went to hometowns. We did this. But everyone does it kind of more low key. She's just like really leaning into like this love <laughs> this story, Hannah Montana, one in a million. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like, is she spoiling the season? That's how mm-hmm. I've been interpreting it. The plot thickens, actually. This is why I was excited (laughs) to talk about this story. So she did an interview with BachelorNation.com, which is basically just ABC's Mm -hmm. website. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they did like 20 (laughs) questions with Daisy. And it's just random rapid fire questions. And it the question was last thing she Googled and her answer was Joey. Daisy girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Why would you be Googling the guy that you broke up with months ago and is engaged to someone else? Like kind of another thing that led me to raise an eyebrow. Like how are they allowing this to happen so early? Like we're episode three this week. I mean, maybe she's to, you know, give a bone to Daisy. Maybe she's just Googling Joey just to like literally see the news alerts and where her name pops up. I mean, she could get, I guess, Google herself, but. That would be weird (laughs) if her answer was Daisy for that that question. (laughs) I mean, we all do it. It might be. That might actually be her real answer. So instead she's like, you know, let me just say Joey instead. (laughs) Who have you guys been thinking, though, like has been front runners on Joey's season so far? Front runners. I'm excited to see that girl from New Orleans. Um, oh, which one is she? Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey A. Kelsey okay. A. Yeah. Anybody who got a little package in the beginning. I know Erica went home and she had a package in the beginning, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to see her. Jen. I think Lexi. We haven't seen much of oh, her yeah. yet, but Lexi. Mm-hmm. 
seems to be another one. And then, yeah, I agree. Kelsey A. I keep talking about this. He called her striking. So I think that is a strong adjective. And I think she's <laughs> going to be here for a while. Yes. Yeah. And she she slid into our DMs about um, the fashion recap that we did. And she was a really good sport about it. About her hideous white shoes. <laughs> yeah, we went off on her shoes. But what did she say? Her shoes. I said, I said, what in the fresh hell are these, Kelsey? The fuck oh, no. is this? And she was like, oh, my God. They clown me all night. I promise they're oh, gone. She was just really a good sport about Aww. it. And I That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice because i feel like sometimes when we talk about people on the show like it's always awkward because you know sometimes they're going to hear about it so we're always like mm-hmm. weak. i hope no one mm-hmm. takes what we're saying the wrong way or too personally wait i'm gonna google these shoes now you have me so intrigued <laughs> they were awful yeah wait, it's like kelsey... clunky clunky and white mm, yeah kelsey bachelor great. well good okay. that she's a good sport about things yeah yeah so that was sign so i'm on her team have any other mm-hmm. contestants ever slid in after you said something about them Yep. Who? <laughs> um, who's this one who was on? I think his name was Jamie. I'll never forget this. He was oh, on Michelle's. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh yes, I remember him. I'm yeah. googling. He went on like a be- one-on-one date in the beginning, right? And I actually thought yeah. maybe yes. he was kind of a front runner. Then he got sent home. Yeah, he was yeah. an early one-on-one, an early like front runner. We kind of all liked yeah. him to begin with, and then he. Then he became weird. I forgot what he did, but yeah, I, he was like spreading rumors about her at in Minnesota at home. Meanwhile, oh, yeah. he's from like that guy. That's right, fucking like New York City or something. I don't know. So but what he, he said to you? our DMs, and he said the weirdest request to interview him on our show. He we um, spit back obviously because he was saying some wild shit about Michelle, like some weird shit, and we're Team Michelle fans forever. And um, he was like, let me come on your platform and I'll explain myself. You'll understand then. No, please. No, thank you. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, there's more here. Like nothing. This attitude this and very, energy. Yeah, attitude. Like, so when's the but, interview coming out? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you just Not said no. Did you answer him or did you just left him on red? I feel like we left him on red. I left him on red. I don't think we have the energy for yeah. that. <laughs> Screenshot it and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, m- moving on. Um, have you guys seen the headlines that so Jason is doing kind of a little bit of a media tour because he's releasing a book. This book is about like finances in your relationship and how you should be like up to speed on finances in your relationship. Anyways, he's going on a bunch of podcasts. Um, People Magazine got like an exclusive excerpt and the headline that people released said, Jason Tardick would have told himself to quote, wake the hell up before moving in with ex Caitlin Bristow. In my opinion, I feel like he's been a little bit harsh in his conversations when when people are talking about it he said that he has a very long laundry list of why things didn't work out he said that um he would want to keep things respectful when talking about caitlin but acknowledges that that isn't necessarily happening on her end like he's kind of playing like um i'm gonna be the nice guy here but i'm also at the same time calling out my significant other have you seen any of these headlines or are up to speed on this story yeah i think jason's got a book to sell so. yeah, <laughs> true. yeah that's what it sounds like because that's not nice guy behavior no he's what do you guys think of do. their relationship like in general oh i thought it was so lovely when he proposed <laughs> to her live on the podcast that's the other thing they were selling the two of them we're True. selling it so much in that nice little package. I remember her ring was like the size of her finger. It was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like younger than her. I remember being so happy for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I did. When they were in their peak, I remember the proposal. And even mm-hmm. after the po- proposal, they like stayed over at some suite and they were both in their robes the next morning. And I'm like, God, what a romantic morning to wake up like the day after you get engaged and you have all the support in the world. But you're right. They really have been selling from the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, mean, I think Jason... Caitlin, she was a bachelorette, I mean, many, many years ago, and she's created such an empire behind Mm -hmm. herself now um, through the franchise, outside of the franchise. I think she has a great team that has helped keep her relevance and um, kind of at the forefront for so long. She, like, eats, breathes this bachelor shit Mm -hmm. and is an iconic bachelor at that. Like, we can't even be mad at her for that. Right, Um, yeah. I feel like Jason honestly learned a lot 
from her during that time, mm. I would think. Mm-hmm. And so as much as he wants to say, like, you know, we shouldn't be talking about each other in public and blah, blah, blah. He's now right now talking about her in public and blah, 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 because <laughs> he knows the cells. People have a, a, an invested interest in Caitlyn specifically and her love life has always been at a very forefront of her brand, I would say. Um, so he's kind of, you know, double dipping. He's trying to sell this book, but also try to like be the nice guy, but knows what he needs to do to sell this book. Yeah, I kind of agree. I feel like it does feel a little strategic. And remember, me me and Stephanie talked about this when they first broke up. He like kind of was like on his <laughs> podcast, like, oh, I'm going to talk about the breakup. And so he's like, all right, guys, mm-hmm. so I need to talk <laughs> about. And then he would like pause as if it was like so difficult for him to get the words out. And, but he left all of that in the podcast. And me and Stephanie mm-hmm. were just like, OK, but like you could do another take if this like wasn't that good or, <laughs> you know, if it was hard for you to talk about it. But it's it was intentional, right? Like he wanted yeah, us to hear right. that emotion and how he was feeling. Um, So it does always kind of come off as like selling something. I think you're like so spot on with that. Yeah. And I, in, he's been doing a little bit of a media tour. He like was interviewed by Chris Harrison. He went on Almost Famous. I think there was um he went on Savannah Chrisley's podcast as well. So he's kind of making his rounds to promote the book. And in mm-hmm. one of the interviews, I know he was up, not upset, but bothered about the how People Magazine, they pulled that headline. And he's like, oh, like they pulled that out of context. I read the excerpt. It's what he says. I mean, he literally Mm -hmm. does say he would have told himself to wake the hell up before moving in with ex-Caitlin Bristow. That's the headline that's going to get people to click the most. Mm -hmm. Sure, was your excerpt, did it have other information that you probably thought was better suited? Yes, but people wants people to click on the article at the end of the day. And if that's what you're... Mm -hmm. I guess it's hard to say, like... You know, you're not talking about your ex. You want there to be mutual respect, but you're also selling a book that talks about your relationship and how finances played yeah. into your relationship. So you're kind of like you're saying, um, mm-hmm. Natasha, double dipping here. And Jason, I mean, no disrespect, but he really only has this brand because of who he dated. He is Ooh. Caitlin Bristow's. <laughs> he was Caitlin Bristow's boyfriend that became Caitlin Bristow's fiance. Now he's Caitlin Bristow's ex. Mm-hmm. It kind of is what it is. I'm sh- he's charted his own path. He's into the finance, you know, bro thing or whatever his brand is. But you are relevant. We are talking about you off of the backs of Caitlin. It just True. is what it is. Like, and mm-hmm. that's what those are the headlines that's going to sell this book is those excerpts where you're talking about your relationship with her. Right. If the headline was like five tips that you could bring to your next relationship who's with finance, who's clicking on that? No, no. <laughs> and then who's buying the book? Right, <laughs> like then that's done. Or there yeah. for the Caitlyn T. That's right. why, and maybe so we learn a thing or two about finances. Like. <laughs> yeah, along the way. But tell me more about your relationship with Caitlyn. Um, yes. All we got out of him, though, is that there's a laundry list of reasons why they broke up. And he said that Caitlin also has a laundry list of reasons and that their lists are not the same. (laughs) I don't even want to know what that like. What does that even mean? How many things were wrong with this relationship? If you guys each have a long list of different reasons. Laundry list. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Anyway, after all this came out, Caitlyn, in typical Caitlyn fashion, couldn't not respond. She posted on her Instagram story a graphic that says, letting things slide to keep the peace only starts a war inside of you, obviously. Yeah, see, yeah, she's like, you big mad because I'm still (laughs) the the grab for you. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) She usually, she's usually very open about her feelings and her Mm -hmm. thoughts about things. So for her to say... Like, oh, you know what? You seem like a little bit of a bitter Betty. That's just shade. I like it. The next on my list, I had marked down Peter on Traders. But if you guys haven't watched Traders, Jackie of and I can. we're watching. Oh, we're watching. I love how everyone loves Traders. It's so fun. <laughs> we're in it now. In oh, it. yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Former Bachelor Peter is killing the game. What did you guys think about Peter's moves and how he's been mm-hmm. killing it? Loving traders, first of all. Mm-hmm. And yes, very pleasantly surprised by Peter. Because mm-hmm. you would assume that the people who come from like strategic competition games yeah. would be just like running this, you know, running everybody in circles. You have Peter from The Bachelor and Phaedra from Real Housewives, mm. who are actually making people run in <laughs> yeah. circles yeah. and yeah. coming up with strategy and moving. So I was really pleasantly surprised by that little 
plot that Peter came up with, um, and it worked. And I, know, I didn't know he was mm-hmm. so smart. I'm like, where was this Peter on The Bachelor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but can you guys actually help me? I feel like I was a little confused. I, I thought his strategy was good, but I think I'm confused at something that happened. So basically, he knew that two people had the shield. I don't even, I know one, Janelle and what's the other guy? Janelle and Bergie had the shield. He knew that. But Mm -hmm. he told three people that he had the shield. Mm -hmm. But Janelle and Bergie are only two people. And there's a lot of other people that could have gotten killed. So if they killed Trishel instead, I guess like how... I'm confused how his strategy worked. Only I was confused if, too, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> all I knew, I think, all I knew was Bergie could not die, and I was like, yes. okay, <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't foolproof. I think it's because Bergie voted for Dan, so Dan was going to go after Bergie. Like oh. Oh. somebody was going to try to kill Bergie, and he was like, okay, bet. Now Bergie has the shield, so let me try to work with this because he has a target on his back. Okay. I think. No, I think you're right. Yeah, because I, okay. I think he was kind of seeing, because like the, the handful of them have kind of been this like faithful alliance. So I think he was yeah. assuming it was like one of those people that would be killed because they've been like so together and like on it yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so he thought he figured With it would other. be one of those small groups. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. right. when I'm watching, I'm like, wait a second. So if they didn't kill Bergie or Janelle, his plan wouldn't have worked. So everyone's praising him for this plan, but this plan had a lot of loopholes. And then I was thinking, maybe I'm just not understanding the plan. But it seems that mm-hmm. I did understand the plan. It did have loopholes. It just worked in his favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, that's yeah. what I thought. And revealed yeah. a lot of information because it worked too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Peter being recruited to be a traitor just like oh Ari did in season one. <laughs> Sorry if you spoil alert, guys. We're talking about this episode, but. Yeah, I think Peter as a traitor would be really interesting. I think he would make a really great traitor. I, I just, when you reflect on Peter, he kind of like the Peter that we know from Bachelor, he's pretty chaotic he's shifty <laughs> he's, he's shifty like i had to like dig back i was like what was his season like again like who, who was peter again he chose hannah ann yeah and then went for maddie and then dated kelly afterwards and then kelly was dragging his oh name through the God, mud and the, right. the podcast like circuit afterwards oh, yeah. he tried to get yeah. hannah brown on his season when hannah showed oh, up oh my gosh yeah, she hannah, didn't, like he didn't pay for her uber the next day <laughs> oh when, when they hooked he, up when they hooked up at his mother's house mm-hmm. that's crazy oh you know that was God. like a 150 dollar uber too probably. <laughs> right right <laughs> he's chaotic he's a fuck boy he has, you know, masterful manipulation skills within him. Mm. So I think he would make a really good trader recruit. And I think, I think he, uh, my prediction is he's going to take it. He's going to take yeah. the baby because he's too afraid to get killed because he's like, I, a I almost wonder before. if he like won't do it. He's been so like ride or die for the traders. And like, I feel like he's been like the mayor of the Trader for Town the almost. I almost wonder if he's going to reject them and be like, no, fuck you guys. Like, I'm on to you. But then he'll probably just get murdered. So maybe he's not that dumb. Yeah. He's not that dumb. He wants to win at the end of the day. True. It is crazy that he's the leader of the pack, though. Like, when they were deciding who who they were going to recruit, I'm like, oh, he's pretty much the only smart choice. Like, the fact that he is the ringleader, he could essentially Mm -hmm. tell them all, okay, guys, like, this is who we're going to go for now. And they'll just follow him. So he's actually, like, a brilliant traitor if he just, if he, yes, if he decides to. I think he will, Mm -hmm. because I think who, if you were recruited, would you, I would never say no. If someone thought I could be a traitor, I would fucking do it in a heartbeat. So fun. 100%. I want to be doing the killing. I don't want to be getting killed and being scared every night. Absolutely. And I want to wear that velvet cloak and do that <laughs> wax stamp. That's a go <laughs> camp. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, speaking of the, the, it's a cloak, you said? Yeah. A cloak. Okay. Hood, I yeah. think about like crazy behind the scenes shit when I watch reality TV. I'm like, okay, wait. So the traders all go in their little traders room and discuss. When do they walk down the hallway to do that? Because doesn't the other people see that like people are missing from the group? So when they go have their little little traders meetings, they'll be like, "Oh, where's Parvati? Like, where'd that's she go?" I'm like, "Wait, yeah. how does this actually work behind the how scenes?" They like, film it. Yeah, that's where the holes are. 
Because the the castle that they're in, they're not staying in there. They're staying in a hotel nearby. They How do you know? Them. Wait, you know really? That? I didn't know that. Yeah. This is like a behind the scenes thing. Oh. One of my good friends, also a patron, shout out to James, knows the behind the scenes of every single reality TV show that has ever gone on air. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they drive them. They have a hotel. It's like a whole thing. Because people are checking out that castle. It's like a wedding venue. It's so beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. And people are like, where are they stay? Like, what is this? And then they're finding out that it's like... You know, it's a set. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. So they're yeah. probably just keeping them sequestered. And so mm-hmm. whenever they're filming the traitor scenes, everybody's kind of like locked away with their producer and they can't go anywhere. Oh, so. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. It is funny to think about them like putting on the cloaks and then being like, okay, rolling. Let's like, get the B-roll of them in the, the cloaks. With the so funny. much B-roll. <laughs> with the lantern? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what Peter's going to say, it's so funny because like when he accepts, I think he's going to accept. And he he's in the room and it's Poverty, who he's been going after for the past like three episodes. He's going to be like, I knew it. But now mm-hmm. he's going to have to like turn people away from that and be like, I no longer think yeah. it's right. Poverty. Yeah. Poverty. Like, yeah. That, yeah, that's good. true. That's going to be the hard, I guess, thing to sell. Yeah. How sh- Stupid was Dan's move to try to throw Phaedra under the bus in the last so episode. So stupid. That was oh so my dumb. god. Have you guys ever seen Phaedra on Real Housewives before? No. I no, I love her, her though. Her. She's gorgeous. Is a murderer. Like Phaedra She's a traitor. Killer. She's <laughs> like a traitor in real life. Yeah. She's crazy. Oh, I like, love her. I- I, I mean, I love her. She's great. But, like, she got kicked off of Housewives for, like, spreading some really nasty, crazy rumors about people. Oh, shit. So, oh, wow. Yeah, like, really bad. So she is, like, cra- I don't know why these people think that this person who's a lawyer and a mortician was going to <laughs> to just, like, back down easy. I don't yeah. know why yeah. I thought that. And he had one job. Go for Parvati. Her name's already up. Parvati. Like, yep. Why mm-hmm. undercut and go for Phaedra and create a new like thread of not like it just it was just a really bad move <laughs> yeah phaedra's been playing this game so well too i really think she can win mm-hmm. i really think it's gonna be her at the end me so too we'll and i can't wait for the moment now that peter's might be a traitor i can't wait for the moment where she says this is not the bachelor and i don't have to kiss your ass for a rose because we haven't yeah. heard that yet oh it's in the yeah. trailer right it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. So now I'm wondering, I'm like, wait, are they now working together? And she says that across the deliberation mm. table room? Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, back to Dan for one second. I thought it was so funny. He had the round table. He was the only person to vote for Phaedra. I thought that was just funny that, like, yeah. you didn't convince one person. But oh, shit. I didn't notice that. Also, yeah. his speech, though, like, going around random people. I don't even know the names off the top of my head. But, like, you, you were suspicious, but you explained yourself. So you have a pass. You, you were suspicious, <laughs> yeah. but you explained yourself. So you have a pass. Phaedra, you didn't explain yourself. And I'm like, this is literally based on like your perception of things. And like, so what? Mm-hmm. You could explain yourself and still be a traitor though. So your whole logic that like, if you have a reason for something shady you did means you're not a traitor, that's pulling it out of your ass. That's not true at all. That's why it didn't work. That's right. why nobody, yeah. you know, bid on to it. So. I just think it's so funny that like the exact same thing happened to Ari. And then he went so far and did such a great job on... Did you watch season one? We didn't watch season one. The same thing happens to Ari. Ari was on season one. Mm -hmm. And he he recruited. After a traitor Mm. gets banished. So same thing. The Bachelor formula. Interesting. He had another fuckboy season. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the fuckboys yeah. are amazing at traders. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think that makes so. sense. That <laughs> alone makes me feel like there's a sliver of a chance that maybe Peter declines the offer because they may mm. not want the exact same thing to happen two seasons in a row. And right now, mm. if Peter accepts, oh, yeah. it's the same uh, exact yeah. thing. I mean, it's interesting regardless, so I don't care. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I guess we'll find out later this week. We'll mm-hmm. find out. Can't mm-hmm. wait. All right, guys, with Valentine's Day around the corner, I am really excited because I know exactly what I'm getting my husband. He is obsessed with true classic clothes, like anything from this true classic brand he's obsessed with. They have the best fitting t-shirts, jeans, sweaters, like the sweater that I got him for Christmas from true classic he wore for Christmas. He wore for a, a dinner date night that we went out. Like he gets so much use out of these clothes because they are so comfortable and they look great. Some would say it's it's breathable yet dressy <laughs> yet breathable. Breathable. Yes. <laughs> Gotta love True Classic for that. If you guys want to check out True Classic, I promise you the man in your life probably already knows about this brand because my 
husband, my brother, my dad, like every man in my life loves this brand. You're going to go to trueclassic.com slash she's all batch, and that's going to save you up to 25% off your first order. So worth it. So get comfortable, get going, upgrade your guys' wardrobe with True Classic. Again, shop our exclusive link. That's trueclassic.com slash she's all batch. Save up to 25% off and be so comfortable and sexy in these clothes. 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Celebrate Valentine's Day with True Classic. All right, guys, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air, and it's a pretty good time. Don't you think? Such a good time, I would say. Are you guys excited to be present for Bachelor Encounters? It's really fun. Very. I am very curious about these encounters, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. First one is about our girl, Caitlin, because everyone's running into her and loving her. Okay. This person writes, I once met Caitlin Bristow when she was promoting her wine at a local Target by me. She was wearing a bright colored sweatsuit and had her hair in a messy bun and somehow still looked totally put together and stylish. Definitely not what I look like when I wear sweats in a messy bun, but I digress. I was pretty starstruck when I finally got to talk to her that I blurted out the first thing that came to mind, which was, I love dogs too. She laughed and asked me if I had a dog. I didn't at the time, but I said I knew a lot of people who had dogs. I think she could tell I was so nervous, so she quickly grabbed her phone and showed me a picture of her dogs to break the awkwardness. It worked. I really appreciated how cool she was to me. Also, I bought a bottle of her wine. It was so delicious. I now have a dog and hope to run into Caitlin so I can tell her about him. I love how <laughs> starstruck she was. She like literally yeah. lost her words. That <laughs> Caitlin. That's so cute. There's something to be said about a person that is in an awkward moment and can do what's needed to be done to like relieve the awkwardness. That takes a really mm-hmm. nice person Because she Mm could have just looked at her and been Mm -hmm. like, you know people who have dogs? Like, cool. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah, she's able to turn it around so she didn't feel, so the girl didn't feel as bad. Totally. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right, next one. Hi, ladies. I have an encounter I forgot about. It's a virtual one, so more of an encounter adjacent than full on. A few years back when Liz from Nick Season branched off to do her own mommy podcast, she was asking listeners to share their birthing stories. You had to email her a little headline, and if it piqued her interest, she'd have you on to share. So I wrote to her something of the nature, my husband wanted to stop for a burrito on the way to the hospital, and I almost had my 10-pound, 4-ounce baby in the car. (laughs) She immediately wrote back for more details. I sent her the blurb, which she liked, so we scheduled the time to record. I was very nervous, so likely not my best work, but Liz has a very sweet and calming presence and is so warm by the end I felt like I was just chatting up with a girlfriend she's delightful anyways that was it also side note my husband never got his burrito and we made it to the hospital in time but it was cutting it close that is cute I'm trying to remember who this was she was the one who had slept with Nick before the season and then there was like a little story Jaden Tanner's wedding oh yes I remember her they had met before. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they had sex. We had Liz. One of our first interviews ever was with Liz. And it is mm. tea. Like she revealed so much because she was only on like two or three episodes. But her mm-hmm. entire storyline was that she had sex with Nick and no one mm-hmm. knew. And mm. um, just very interesting her take and how much producers were involved in like, mm-hmm. like there's a, a famous scene we always bring up that um, do you want to share like the. Sure. Two yeah, no, with Kristen Whitney. Yeah. Because um, Kristen was the one person who kind of like knew about Liz's thing and like she kind of confided in her. And there are legitimate scenes between the two of them that both of them have admitted literally never happened. Like Kristen would be talking to a producer and they would have the camera on Kristen. Mm-hmm. Then they would like put Liz in the same spot and a producer would sit on the other side and ask, ask them totally irrelevant questions. And then they cut together the conversation to look like Kristen and Liz were like talking about her night with Nick when like legitimately they never had that conversation and that aired on the show and they act as if that was like real real yeah that's dirty serious franken and we interviewed Kristen and Liz not too far apart actually it was one of our first interviews and I'm like what have we gotten ourselves into this shit is way more crazy than I even realized before we started yeah those editors and those producers work overtime (laughs) 
Last one, very, very short. This person says, so I did a charity soul cycle class in July 2019 in New York City with Tyler Cameron and Matt James. They were both so gracious and fun. Oh, wow. I I would lose my words if I saw Tyler Cameron. If I saw person. Tyler Cameron, I would <laughs> die on the spot. Yeah. I would lose it. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I would be starstruck for sure. He's That's a great one. So That's a great good looking. fighting. Jesus, yeah. And we, we live in New York and people see them all the time. I've never yeah. run into them, but they're like just out and about. <laughs> yeah. I know, I've never seen them either. <laughs> well, Jackie will like lurk by his apartment to try to like run into him, but <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I'm not that psycho. But I do also like love Tyler Cameron. I'm like, he's like my number one in Bachelor Nation for sure. To this submitter, while I I very much appreciate the Bachelor encounter here, I cannot believe you were next to Tyler sweaty and you didn't even think to tell us what he smelled like because we've <laughs> yes. been on a quest to find out what Tyler Cameron smells like. And she sent a photo and they are sweaty post-class and that was a perfect opportunity to take a whiff. I know. Give are they both the wearing um, Lululemon? Isn't that Matt's brand? Oh, Wait, you mean the dressy yet casual? Is, what is it? What's the He's phrase? an ambassador for that. The, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, ha- we had another Bachelor encounter where Blake Moynes was at Lululemon and he was looking, like, for... looking for shirts that are like dressy yet oh, breathable. Yes. And so we were kind of like, that. what a weird thing to ask for. And who knew that Lululemon would have dressy yet breathable? Dressy, uh, breathable. Wait, Matt has a line there? I didn't know that. No, he's like an ambassador. I don't brand ambassador. Uh, yeah, he's a brand ambassador, though. Oh, cool. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Imagine in the photo, he's he's wearing, like, Nike. Like, not even wearing... Oh, God. So she has um, a solo photo with Tyler. Looks like he hmm. smells pretty good, but we don't know because she didn't tell us. And then there's a group photo <laughs> of the entire SoulCycle class. Matt is in it, mm-hmm. and he is wearing... Um, um, a Stanford long sleeves gray shirt. So, oh, okay. yeah, so yeah, not, okay. not okay. Nike. Safe. Yeah. 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 Safe. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure the shorts are probably Lululemon, though. Let's just give him that. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Very, very breathable. <laughs> all right. Those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me. And you never know. We may read it next week. And thank you to our guests this week, um, Justine and Natasha. Um, obsessed with your podcast. Can you tell everyone where they can go listen and anything else you want our listeners to know yes thanks for having us ladies on excited to have you on our platform in a couple weeks as well should be a lot of fun um but yeah you can listen to our bachelor recaps every wednesday on all podcast platforms we are no longer behind the patreon paywall you can listen to our recaps all seasons long every week and we're also about to dive into love is blind territory love is blind uh, season and those recaps will be dropping every week as well and follow two black girls one row oh yeah sorry <laughs> your handle yeah what's your handle yes uh two black girls one rose on instagram um i want to say on twitter and TikTok. tiktok is the same yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. and we have a patreon as well all right if you have not started using lumi whole body deodorant i truly don't get what's going on. I'm just such a believer in this brand. And I know so many of you guys have DM'd me about it after trying. And you guys are now like forever customers as well. So that just makes me a happy camper because it's a brand that I truly, truly believe in. I literally have it on my armpits right now. And I bet you, I can't smell you right now, but I bet you smell amazing. I do. Um, So guys, check them out. They have a starter pack, which is really great for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice. So you can like try things like their mini body wash or their deodorant wipes. And you get free shipping with the starter pack too. As a special offer for our listeners, you can get $5 off the Lumi starter pack when you use code SHESALLBATCH at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. And that equates to over 40% off your starter pack, which is really great savings, guys. So check them out, lumideodorant.com using code She's All Batch. All right, Jackie, I think we need to get in that old recap room of ours. It's not a barn yet. We haven't asked Chris Souls to build the barn, so it's still <laughs> just the room. Right. We haven't remodeled it quite yet, but sure, yeah, I can I can hop in for a little bit, a quick little chit chat. I'm flexible. Okay, great. Well, before we dive into um, this recap of episode three, I wanted to give a congratulations. Um, Baby Clouds has made her way onto this earth. Congratulations, Nick and Natalie. (laughs) I was like, Baby Clouds? Who stole my name? Oh, my God. With a Z. No, um, they announced the name is River Rose named after Natalie's great-grandmother. And honestly, the pictures are really freaking cute. I am shook to my core. 
that they did not sell the photos to people first. True. Like, he posted it on Instagram in a slideshow. Yeah. Like, just giving it all away for free. Yeah, maybe the wedding pictures are what they ended up selling, and they're not just trying to cash in on literally every single life event. Yeah, I don't know. That's that is I'm weird, though. Shocked. Yeah. But she is a cute baby. She, I mean, they're two very incredibly attractive people. Like, I expected their baby to be incredibly cute. And she mm-hmm. is. And I think River is a sweet name. It's kind of up my alley. It's like clouds adjacent, for sure. Well, that's what – did you see in our <laughs> – the reason why I'm bringing this up is because people in our Facebook group are, like, annou- like shared that he announced the news. And they're like, girls, you pretty much got it. Clouds is, like, pretty spot on. So I feel like on yeah. the podcast, as a joke, we should just call the just baby call cl- her clouds. Because, I mean, it's pretty much the same. And you're right. It is like a jack name yeah no it's adjacent i mean it's like it's like naturey it's not like a typical name Mm -hmm. it's a name that means something else in the world it's not just a name whereas like sarah or like emily there's no like emily besides the name emily but like a river is a literal river a cloud is a literal cloud i like names like that where it's something else right like what's a stephanie unfortunately it's just a stephanie is a stephanie name it's a lovely podcast host i mean there's a lot of ways to describe a stephanie um, but River Rose is the name of Kelly Clarkson's daughter. The exact that's always same tricky. first name and middle name? Yeah. That's, that's tricky when that happens. That's awkward. I didn't know that. Oh, well. We'll call her Clouds. It's like, um, <laughs> remember the episode of Phoebe when she's like talking to her assistant and she's like, what's your name? What kind of name is Brindy? From now on, you will be Joan. So that's that's <laughs> us to the baby. From now yeah. on, you will be Clouds. Clouds by Al. When Welcome you said Phoebe, though, I thought you were going to go with when Ross and Rachel are like choosing names for their own baby. Oh, and they're like yeah. going back and forth and they keep going Vito, Vito, Vito. Vito. And then Phoebe's like, wait, but like Vito sounds kind of good. <laughs> yeah. If it's a girl, Phoebe. If it's a boy, Phoebo. Okay. Perfect. Let's get into this recap. Right off the bat, we see Askin, which only Askin. just which only just like reminds me that Askin is no longer. It was a very sad mm-hmm. thing to see that obviously this was filmed before yeah. they fell apart. I wonder though if this is gonna like spark more conversation, seeing them all together on television. Mm-hmm. Like, are we gonna hear from April tonight? Are we gonna hear from like Kathy or Susan? I don't know. Just seeing them on screen, I like I feel like it's just gonna prompt more conversations about like right. what, wait, why are these women not friends anymore? It's kind of crazy. Right. In April's next Ask Me Anything, people are definitely gonna bring up this 100%. moment. So yeah. She needs to watch out if she doesn't want to talk about the Askin ladies anymore. If you are <laughs> lost on the Askin drama, go back like two episodes. I believe yeah. it's the one with Morgan. Um, we dive into the entire story and why totally. Askin is no longer. Um But they were cute. It's always nice to see them back on our screen. Mm -hmm. Did you catch, Joey said, the ladies are from the first season of The Golden Bachelor. That (gasps) stuck out to me because I was like, hmm. Oh, so there's a first means there's a second. First season. Right. Because anyone else would just say, oh, these are the ladies from The Golden Bachelor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I didn't hear that part. But yes, that definitely means we might be due for some other golden shows. Absolutely. What did you think of this pageant date? I thought it was, like, fine overall. I thought it was, like, kind of LOL that the person that wins, Lexi, is, like, the girl who, like, made out with him. It's like, of course you're just going to pick the girl who, like, made out with you. But I didn't really get why they had a problem with the fact that they're, like, kissing isn't a talent. She shouldn't have won because this no, was, like, I a talent show. No, I didn't have a problem show. with it. I thought that was No, lovely. no, the girls. The oh. girls did. <laughs> Oh. No, well, because they were just like, mad because they didn't think of it, probably. Probably. But they're like, oh, kissing isn't a talent. That shouldn't be rewarded. Even Maria said, like, oh, like, you rewarded kissing. But, like, first of all, there were other parts of the pageant, like lazy casual Sunday wear. They literally said, like, lazy Sunday, yeah. like casual clothes. Did they have, like, a fancy? Yeah, they had, like, fancy clothes, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really saw much of that, but they said it. Yeah. And then the talent part. So she probably did more. Maybe she had really good lazy casual casual Sunday clothes. Right. And that get put dressy. Her over the edge. Right, right. 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 But I think a talent can be anything. I don't really like to judge what's a talent and what's not a talent. If it's something that you excel at, it's a talent, regardless of how mundane it is. Like you could be the best, like handwriting can be a talent or like, I don't know, like <laughs> brushing your hair can be a talent. Like if you're the best at hair brushing, right. it's a talent. You probably would have won. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting that they had a problem with Lexi kissing as a talent, but we were okay with Sydney's cheerleading. The edit she got yeah, after I felt the cheer, because you know that people clearly cheered yeah. after that. And I wrote but they the show just like crickets. I clocked that as well. 
like I was like there's no way that this girl is just like doing her little cheer which was really cute like you can't tell me it was any better or worse than Edwina singing or Lexi's kissing or all the other talents like I don't think the people in the audience would be actively like making her feel uncomfortable for kind of putting herself out there and doing a cheer so I know that that was like fake and I'm like well why are you why are you doing this to us why are you trying to fake us out Edwina's song Mm -hmm. her singing brought back such a great memory from our podcast of when we discovered Dave the the cowboy who sang on the group date but his name's not Dave but remember Yes, like, R.I.P. Dave. <laughs> well, he's he's alive, guys. He's just not on the show anymore. I know, um, but... Yeah. I'm actually going to insert the clip of us uncovering Dave because it literally is one of my favorite <laughs> moments. You know that guy, Dave? Wasn't it Dave who sang, like, kind of good? He was like... And by kind of good, I mean, like... Dave? Average. Isn't there someone named Dave on the show? And they're like, Dave is good. <laughs> no, I, I, told you, is, I, don't... I thought his name was Caleb. <laughs> Who the fuck's Dave? Hold on. Talking about the one guy who kind of sang Wait, kind of okay. I know who you're talking about. And then they about. made a comment being like, he's amazing. <laughs> the cowboy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name's Caleb. <laughs> Why did I think it was Dave? I literally have written down Dave. <laughs> but you're like... Oh my God, Dave's amazing. <laughs> like they made such a big deal out of Edwina. And she, like, honestly, her song was cute and she did yeah. a great job. I don't think she's going to be like signing up for American Idol anytime soon though. And I think people were kind of like, Joey was kind of having a Dave response. Like, whoa. And maybe totally. he's used to that because he was on charity season and he knows Dave personally. So he's, right. you know. <laughs> oh, I like, I just miss Dave so much. I know. Honestly, we should look into getting him on the podcast solely for... I know. I think he would find it funny that we were like, dude, we didn't know your name for like four episodes and we kept calling you Dave and no one knew who Dave was. I think he'd get a kick out of that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Dave, where you're at, we're going to hit you up. So at the end of the group date, Kelsey gets the group date, Rose, Mm -hmm. and then Joey leaves them. But before he goes, he drops a bomb that like, just want to let you all know, someone in the house told me there's a bully. I'm not going to say who exits. Can we talk about the bullying thing? Because I am just like so confused with like, what the fuck am I even watching in the sense of like, when did Maria bully anyone? This just feels like such a contrived, like grasping at straws storyline. And I quite frankly, don't even know exactly what the issue is. Cause there's like bullying, but it's also, there were conversations about the person who was older and Maria, like, kind of like empathizing and being like, oh yeah, I'm on the older side too. And that was the considered bullying. I'm just like, I don't think they're doing a good job of like explaining to us even what the issue is. Like I know sometimes I really don't pay attention and I look at my phone, but I think even if I was paying attention the whole time, I still wouldn't be able to explain it. No, that's accurate. And Medina actually talks to Joey about the age drama. And she says that Maria said she's not even that old. And that was her invalidating her feelings. And and that's when I was like, wait, so... I thought when we recapped it last week, I was yeah. like, oh, she thought she met, she said like, oh, I'm old too. I right, thought it was the right. two that That's was offensive because like two means you're calling Medina old as well. Sure. And she took offense to that. Now you're saying that she didn't say that. She said you're not even that old and that you still have a problem with too. So like literally either side of the argument here, you have a problem with. Right. And I, girl, I genuinely you're don't two understand. years older than Maria. And you're right. very, and I don't, very I don't young. I think that's like mean to say, to say to someone, hey, you're not even that old. Like, let's remind one another that being like in your 30s in the grand scheme of things is really not old. And so like we need to stop pretending like it is. And I think that's all Maria was really trying to say. And the fact that this has escalated so much and it's going to escalate now to the next like two episodes is mind blowing to me. This was actually pissing me off More so that, like, I'm disappointed in The Bachelor that they couldn't come up with a different argument here. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like last episode, everyone was vocalizing that they were not into this fight. And the fact that the fight is now continuing this episode and it's continuing again next episode, it's like no one's even that invested in what's going on here. And no one even understands who said what to who and why Sydney's even involved. I I was about to say, and how does Sydney come into the equation here? Like, this seems like this was a private conversation between Medina and Maria. So like, why is Sydney getting involved? I 
I also don't understand that. Sydney gives me vibes that a producer is pulling her in the corner and saying like, hey, like Maria is not the right yeah. girl for Joey. Like you need to go out there and you need to prove, like no yeah. one's going to fight for him like you are. Because mm -hmm. like she says in her confessional, like no one's going to have the balls to go after Maria except me. Like she's definitely being hyped. I also feel like she was hyped to do the cheerleading thing because mm -hmm. I feel like someone told her like, just go as hard as you can because you'll regret it less if you go really, really hard. Like she yeah. was into that cheer. I think she's going to look back and be really disappointed in how manipulated she was. And I think yeah. while Maria is being set up to be the quote unquote villain, she's being set up in like a Corinne Olympios way that she's going to come out being so beloved. And this is only this is only helping her because can you imagine the women tell all when this all comes out? Right. And like it, everyone sees like who really said what? Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. No, even now I, I just feel like everyone is totally seeing Maria's side of things. And I think also another level to this too is that I do think Joey really likes her and like at the very least is like very attracted to her. And I feel like we always say like what makes a very good villain is like the lead has to genuinely like them because yes. like it, it feels authentic that Joey wants to keep her around and get to the bottom of it. And I think that's helping fuel this fire too. Because if it was really... If he didn't like her, I feel like he could very easily be like, ugh, I don't, like, need this drama. Like, it's literally fine. Totally. Like, Maria, go home. Like, let's move on with the show. But I think Joey really does like her, and that's what's kind of adding fuel to this fire that makes it, like, so much more powerful. We were talking about that um, during our uh, Patreon Where Are They yeah. Now Villains, villains yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. That, like, I can't get in. I root for the villains when, like, they actually have a storyline and you yeah. actually believe they're a threat. But, like, Demi, I never believed Colton was going to choose totally. her. Uh, Shanae, yeah. I mean, I know you thought that Clayton probably liked her a little bit, but, like, I just right, never really felt like. Right, but it wasn't as strong as, like, I no. think Joey, like, really likes Maria. And, like, that's different from, like, a Nick and, like, Corinne, I feel like he was at the very least very attracted to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, they had sexual chemistry at yeah. least. Courtney won. So right. like she made sense as a villain. Everyone, she was an actual threat totally. to everyone. So like, yeah, Maria is like honestly the perfect villain. I just mm -hmm. feel like she's nice. And she's gonna Me be too. the villain that like isn't really a villain. She's gonna come out with like catchphrases. Like she's very Corinne to me. Yeah. Well, and I just still to this like explain to me what the problem is. Explain to me what Sydney's problem is with Maria. I genuinely don't know. Can you like can you literally like explain no, to me though? I really can't. Um, I know that so Medina and Maria were had the age thing. Yeah, and then no, it was, I mean, we saw that. Yeah. She's not even that old. Mm -hmm. And then Sydney apparently told Maria that she was invalidating Medina's feelings. Got it. And Maria snapped at her. She said she called her weird and dumb. And I just don't recall that, but shocked. No, I don't think we saw that if that conversation <laughs> oh. happened, right? Okay. I mean, I, I, didn't I don't see think it. we ever saw them have a conversation just no, the two I remember of them. I remember, no, in the group, it was, like, everyone in the room, and Sydney oh. definitely did speak up for Medina, but I don't remember Maria ever, like, ever snapping saying dumb back weird. at her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was under the impression that that was something maybe that happened in the house that we didn't see, but I could also see Sydney just, like, being told things to stir the pot, like you said. Either way, it's like, who cares? How do you look at this whole situation as Sydney and be like, I'm going to win this fight. Like, you have Maria, who's TV gold, who's clearly already someone that Joey really has a strong connection with. Your mm -hmm. role, Sydney, is solely to fight with Maria. Once they've maxed that out, you're gone. Like, they, they're showing the next episode that they're on a two-on-one date. That kind right, of, like, like she's got to go. It feels cheap to me, though. Like, ABC, yeah. it's 2024. I do think you're better than that at this point. Like, you're mm -hmm. going to... It's so obvious and predictable. I agree. I mean, Maria's not going home. I would agree with that, yeah. Because I don't... Don't really so, think Joey likes Sydney. Right. And Maria's too entertaining to to lose her episode four. Yeah. I agree. Oh, God. Aye, aye, aye. And the fact that we spent so much time on this storyline when like I'm I bet you we're not the only ones that are having trouble piecing together like what's really happening. Right, here. no, like I'll literally give someone a million dollars if you can exactly explain to me what the issue is. I'm going to need a lot of DMs. I'm going to owe people a lot of money, but that's okay. We move over to the one-on-one -on -one date. We have mm -hmm. Jen. I thought that was a sweet date. Yeah. Yeah, she had a really cute date. She seems like another one that he's obviously very into. They kissed for like 95% of their little surfing date. Yeah, it was cute. Can I ask 
also too though about like in the night portion of this date when they were looking at the fireworks but they weren't really fireworks was that not like literally cgi like that wasn't real right oh my god imagine they were looking at nothing and it was just that, put no, in that's after actually what i think it was that did not look because what was that where that that was like weird lights in the sky it wasn't actually fireworks it literally looked no. like because the only shot that they kept cutting to with the, with both of them in it was like um, Jed and Joey were like in the bottom right corner of the screen and then in the majority of the shot was like the sky and then they kept switching it to like the rose to the words and like all these little things and then it would cut to like their expressions and it would be kind of like out of context reactions and then it would cut back to this and I'm like what the fuck is this like that's not firework writing it literally looks like cgi and i actually think it might be <laughs> that's such an interesting take because also i just wrote light show in the sky in my notes because i didn't know what the fuck it was either but what is it that it could stay up there like is I, it just exactly stephanie exactly i don't know like, is it just can you beam a light from the ground up into the sky and actually write shit in the sky there's no, i what is that i don't think you can especially not in like a very populated city like that like there's like airplane laws and stuff you know an airplane flies through no in the same way like you're how you're not supposed to like shoot a laser pointer into the sky like you're just like not allowed to do certain things like that because like there's air traffic control i don't know what that thing was that they were watching i've literally seen nothing ever like it in my life and it looked like cgi so i'm concluding it's literally cgi Rewatch it again like their reactions are weird because it like it cuts to the wide shot and then it cuts to them being like oh haha -ha. and then it cuts to the wide shot i don't know it's very weird if that is true that was such a miss because it wasn't that cool of a thing no. for them to not for them to have to blind react to the sky with nothing in it and then them add it in later like, that's so weird. Did you notice they put the Bachelor logo in the sky, though? I thought that ruined it. And then yeah. Joey looks up at the logo and he goes, huh, that's me. Yeah, Because yeah, it says yeah. the Bachelor in the sky. Like, ABC, we get it. We're watching The Bachelor. You don't have to remind us. that. Right, like, we know the show. <laughs> what about the fact that Michael Bolton's song was playing during the light show and he clearly is on, like, retainer now and he just Love works for, for ABC? Him. Get that money, King. Love that for you. Uh, I do think Jen's going to stick around for a long time. I think so, too. I feel like there was a vast difference between his date with Daisy and his date with Jen, though. Like, he's very into Jen, but I don't feel like it was the same level. Agreed. I have the exact same take. She'll be around for a while, but I, I don't think she's, like, a front runner who I think would be even top four, necessarily. I think maybe she could be top four, depending on, like, how other things play out. But yeah, I think his connection with Daisy is so obviously like very different mm -hmm. from what we've seen with the other women so far. Um, we move over to this group date, uh, this yeah. tennis group date. I do uh, not like this. I was just like, this is where I got annoyed again. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> why are we dressing up in random costumes? Right. Did we have like access to a costume closet? And they're like, oh, might as well make use of this. Probably. It just seems so, it was so pointless. It didn't actually do anything. And these types of dates don't further anyone's connection. So yeah. truly, to the viewer, to Joey, to the girls, it's a waste of time for everyone. I agree. And why are we dressing up as like hot dogs? It adds no value. Other than no like value. A, a little comedic, like, oh, ha. Huh. I thought the lobster and butter one was cute. I was like, oh, that's a pairing you don't see every day. You know, like mm -hmm. sometimes people like you see people like be hot dogs for Halloween. Never seen someone be a lobster and butter as a couple's costume for Halloween. My niece, my eight month old niece was a lobster for Halloween and they Aww, put her cute. in a little pot and they gave her a stick of butter to hold and she was a lobster. And then my sister and her husband were um, chefs. It's, Aww, that's it was so honestly cute. Okay, really, well, then really I cute. stand corrected. Sometimes people yeah. dress as lobster. But you know what I mean? How people are like the egg and bacon or like ketchup yeah. and mustard a lobster is like a deep cut not people aren't always dressing up in lobster suits for halloween it's your not niece always. and that's yeah she's a trendsetter clearly right exactly well she did it first before this came out so, so they, probably, they probably saw it and they were like we gotta copy this yeah. this girl right here yeah but i i feel like this group date was honestly pretty forgettable i don't yeah. think there was really anything even that like stood out to me here what a wash for episode three i feel like that that's like an episode two <laughs> date like i feel like so different <laughs> <laughs> no it's not, it couldn't possibly be episode three that's strictly an episode two vibe yeah. yeah, I just feel like we should be getting <laughs> deeper. The date should be a little yeah. more like what caused us some drama. Playing tennis doesn't cause any drama. I agree. This was the time when I went to go get some wine because I was like, eh, we get it. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I support that. What kind of wine? Um, just normal red wine. Oh, okay. Right here. Later at like the nighttime portion of the group date, I posted this on Instagram, but there was such an obvious Frankenbiting um, during Daisy's conversation. Yeah. She's I like, I clocked this too before you posted about really? it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad that we're like, I feel like our ears are so trained now at this point that like we spot them pretty quickly. Well, I was happy that I saw a lot of people like acknowledged it and were like, oh, I noticed it too. But you do get the handful of people that are like, guys, like that's obviously not what's happening. And it's like, you clearly don't listen to She's All Batch podcast then. And right. I, sh- I strongly encourage you to. I, someone messaged me and said, how were you able to spot that so fast? I'm like, I've interviewed like 150 people from this yeah. show. How many times has Frankenbiting come up? So I am very well versed in Frankenbiting. Also too, because we edit, I feel like it's always a lot more clear to me now, like, when things are, like, choppy in the audio. And you can tell when something isn't said in the same sentence. Yeah, and she said, I was, um, if you have any questions, and you see her face say that, and then you see a cut from her, like, where you can't see her mouth, and she says, about my cochlear am- implant. And then it cuts back to yeah. her mouth after it. And it's like, so, like, she may have been talking about the cochlear implant, but she didn't say it in that that very yeah. moment. And do you think editors were like, oh, people may be confused what she's referring to, so we yeah. should add this in? Like, it could be something on... I think this one was probably innocent. It didn't seem like it was, like, Yeah, probably just to give the to... audience more context, because maybe she said something along the lines of, like, oh, what did you think of my thing? Or, what, or like, something that what was we talked more vague. About. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And because maybe they were trying to edit down the conversation, they were like, okay, well, let's cut the beginning part where they talk about the cochlear implant, and let's just put that word in so that she we know, like, what she's referring to. Yeah, because yeah, this one at least didn't seem like like malicious, but obviously some of them are incredibly malicious, these Frankenbites. Right. Yeah, but we need to open your eyes. If you are new to that, tell a friend to tell a friend about She's All Batch podcast because we're so all about true. exposing that type of shit. And agreed. Oh, geez, someone's gotta do it. Um, <laughs> we find out that they don't have like um like a cocktail party, they're gonna have a pool party. Sponsored by KFC, which was so funny to me. <laughs> it's like, really, guys? Really? These girls ran out to get buckets of chicken like they were on the Oprah show winning a free car in 2004. (laughs) Like they were sprinting to get that chicken. It was finger licking good. I was going to say it honestly worked in influencing me because I haven't had KFC in like years. And now I'm like, oh, you know what sounds amazing? Like that mashed potato bowl from KFC. Have you ever had that? Um, I actually have and it's bomb. It's so good. And I haven't had it probably in like three years. So it's like definitely time. And if I hadn't seen... The pool party sponsored by KFC, I wouldn't have thought of that. So the advertising honestly worked. Like you got you made sales. You got that was worth your money. <laughs> I don't you know how much money you paid for, to buy out a pool party at, on The Bachelor, but Well, yeah, because I wonder, like, do you think that's even more money than a commercial spot? Because a commercial yes. spot's just like, I don't know, what, 15 to 30 seconds or something? Yeah, and people fast forward commercials, whereas like this is baked oh, in. You can't fast forward. It's very much like integrated into it i think that costs more kind of like our our goss episode we don't have to get into it oh well no we haven't told them an update we can quickly tell them i mean i shared it on instagram but the ending to Gossgate is that um they They didn't fucking pay us yeah literally ghosted us um after we hired a lawyer so now we're more in the hole actually we paid her right yeah yeah the lawyer okay yeah Yeah, so we are actually we actually (laughs) lost more money than literally lost more money but I still have my pride and my dignity, so sure. I, that, I have one up on Goss. Literally, like fuck off. Yeah, I think they're dignity is priceless. So true. Yeah. Um, there was also someone from that claims to work for Goss, mm-hmm. and he's been DMing me since all of this shit has been going on. And obviously, I've been very not fully believing he is who he says he is, but he has written me from his LinkedIn which is a legit LinkedIn. So there are things that, you know, I've kind of um, fact-checked. Anyways, he's told me that um, he's, like, talked to the CEO about how fucked up the situation was and, like, she didn't care and, like, people in the office. Like, everyone knows about it there. This wasn't something that just got, like, swept under the rug. So, I mean, hopefully it's a learning lesson for them as well and that they they know that they can't fuck with people anymore, which I think probably is the case. I'm sure they're probably scared now to do this again. I don't know if again. it is the case because, like, they got away with it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, they, Did got, they? they got the value of being in two of our episodes and they didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. They got the value of two of our episodes. But then if you search them on Instagram, these videos are up forever and 
We don't mm-hmm. have to take them down. No, that's so true. I feel like that's our one saving grace in the situation. But yeah, all in all, um, that's the end of Gossgate. I'm sorry we didn't have a happier ending. I know. And to address some FAQs, frequently asked questions, we can't like officially like, like because pe- people are like, well, why don't you sue? Why don't you go to small claims court? We can't mm. go to small claims court because they are a UK based company. And apparently you can only do that if the company is like based in your same state for small claims court. And then otherwise we would have to go through like regular court. But that would be like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars at this point. So then we would be out way more than we would even potentially gain back. And I think Goss knows that, right? Like, I think they know, like, we're a small business. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's a lot of money to us. It's a lot of money to a lot of people. But in the grand scheme of, like, big businesses and corporations and stuff, like, a drop in the bucket. And, like, so to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get it back is just, like, shitty and not really like making sense. I still just can't believe that this was the hill they were willing to die on. Like at the yeah. end of the day, the money that they owe us shouldn't be that detrimental to them. Like it yeah. should have just been like, oh God, all right, fine. We'll pay you and have this situation go away and we can all move on, which we mm-hmm. would have. But you dragging your heels and having us go back and forth a million times. Also, like I said, like having deadlines to get back to us and then them just like ignoring the deadlines. Like they just didn't respect us at all. No, no, I know. Well, that's that on that. I mean, they don't need any more of our exposure. No, for sure. So let's get back to this KFC thing. Pool party. Mashed potato bowls, (laughs) gravy with popcorn chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So at this pool party is when Sydney throws Maria under the bus to Joey. Joey's shocked, but also he's probably like, Sydney, I don't even know who you are. Right. We've had all of like two and a half conversations. Yeah. And Maria slipped into something more comfortable last week, and she's much more on my mind than you are. For sure. But then, like, Maria, I, I really actually did appreciate Maria's reaction when he pulls her aside and she's like, I've been bullied before. I know how it feels. I would not do this to people. And she even got emotional. I actually felt like she handled that way better than other really people well. have in the yeah. past. Yeah, because she wasn't really, like, overly defensive. I think she really felt genuinely taken aback that this yeah. was, like, the way people were choosing to, like, label her and address her. Which is why I don't believe that she maybe said some of those things that Sydney is accusing her of. Like, she really does seem pretty authentic to me. Yeah. So we'll see where this goes, I guess, in the next coming weeks. But it just seems like a moot point. What's funny is that Maria used, like, the age-old line from Bachelor, if you like her, you won't like me. That They used to say that all the time on this show. And it really is so funny because, like, you can like people that are different. You can so you true. can like Sydney and it, because she's a certain way and you can like Maria because she's another way. And like but jo- Joey freaking bought into it and he's like she's right. How can I like both of them if they're different? I don't know, Joey, cuz you can like two different people. It's not that crazy of a concept. No, it's not. That is that is a good point. They do say that a lot and it's like, well, it's not the point of this show that you can potentially like all of these women. <laughs> right. Yeah, do you want 30 clones that you have to choose right. from? Anywho. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that wraps up episode three, and we're going to have a two-on-one date next week, which, like I said, yeah, which I guess Conversation, I guess, for when we sign off and talk to Stephanie, but they said they're doing two nights in a row next week. Oh, I didn't notice that, really? Yeah, it's a two-night event, Monday and Tuesday, so I don't know where this recap is going to be. What? (laughs) But Like, just when you think you got everything. They always throw off our goddamn schedule, I know. Do you guys remember that, like, She's All Batch came out on Thursdays? I'm literally sitting at my desk right now looking at a sign that was at Fots Fest, and mm-hmm. it says, on Thursdays, we listen to She's All Batch, and it's in a sparkly pink frame, and it's so cute. But, like, that's not even true anymore because no. ABC did it. Like, we didn't change our schedule because we felt like it. Right. And we just, like, kind of kept it this way because we just got used to this schedule now. Now you're going to fucking rock the boat again? Yeah. I don't even I know th- what we... I don't know why they're doing that. Maybe it's because I'm like, football would be over. Like, the Super Bowl is this weekend. So I don't know why it's Monday and Tuesday, but I don't know. We'll have to talk offline because I don't even know how that would work. But yeah, just know, guys, logistics are getting crazy up in here. It's not as easy as it seems. Let's get out of this recap room. Yeah, I'm getting kind of hot. (laughs) Yeah, we need to get some air conditioning installed in here. Yeah, or maybe open a window or something. Okay, I'll see you later.
Okay. There's Bye. no more sex. There's not another segment after this. I was like, see you, in, see you in the Bachelor Encounters room or something. No, no, but this is, I, this is the last one. Oh, it goes so like, behind Bachelor Encounters? Okay, well, yeah, so, see you in the closing, and then... See you, yeah. <laughs> the next episode. Hey, guys, so I'm I'm about... Oh, there may be an ad. Oh, okay, see you in the ad. See you in the loony <laughs> ad or the true classic ad. <laughs> I was going to say, guys, I'm about to say, and that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. That's that's coming up. And then I'm going to ask Jackie if it's it, and she's going to say, I think that's it. And then I'm going to say bye, bitches. Well, don't tell them. Now they're not going <laughs> to listen. They're going to exit out. Oh, so so there's no ad after this. You already heard both ads, hopefully. You didn't fast forward. Oh, yeah. Don't fast forward the ads because, like, sometimes inside jokes come in ads, too. It's a good yeah, time. Yeah, we try to make them fun. We try to make them a good time. And all of them yeah. are great products that we genuinely like. So I'm literally still wearing the deodorant. I know. You're right the now. spokesperson for Loot Me deodorant. I really am. Do you see that, like, Secret's trying to, like, rip them off now? A secret no. ad. Pl- a secret ad played during The Bachelor, and now they say secret whole body deodorant. You could put Ooh. it anywhere. And I'm like, you guys are seeing the success of Lumi, and you're trying to rip them off. So true. So, uh, so, so, so watch support out. a small business and go support Lumi before Secret tries to like run them down. Seriously. Speaking of supporting a small business, you can get these episodes ad free and a day early if you subscribe to our Patreon. We so have two true. tiers. The tier, you get all of our video interviews. I'm always asked, where can I watch the full video interview? That's on our Patreon. You can also get these episodes ad-free and early. That's in the $5 tier. And then our um, $8.99 tier is all of our bonus episodes. So like everything you ever hear us talking about on the show, the villains, where are they now that we're talking about? Yeah. Night One Secrets, um, Bachelor Blind Items, which was one of so our fun. really, really popular episodes, uh, Fantasy Sweet Secrets, all of our really good ones. You can actually go to the Patreon and sign up as a free member and just see everything we have to offer. So, like, if you want to just go and explore, you don't have to pay anything. Just go and look around. Yeah. And if something piques your interest, you can, like, sample the episodes, too. I believe there's, like, previews. Mm. Anyway, yeah. I'm like a saleswoman over here, but someone's got to pay the bills, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, we'll see you in that outro. See ya there. Bye. Okay, bye. All right, and that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, uh, leave us five stars, write a nice review, do all the things. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash she's all batch. Join our Facebook group if you want to meet other like-minded people who love the show. Follow us, follow me at she's all batch, follow Jackie at Jackie Maroney underscore. And is that it? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and beyond. And also, guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail. And they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex, and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts.